And now, this episode of Flight Risk brought to you by our lovely sponsors at... Greetings, and welcome to the Dicey Cantina. We are but a humble watering hole in the slums of the planet Drunkenwell. The smugglers and swoopers who pass through here are told amazing stories of resistance and rebellion against the harsh rule of the Galactic Empire, and tales, of course, of the heroes that would build a movement on hope. The Dicey Cantina podcast brings you adventures of intrigue played out as an actual play Star Wars RPG from Fantasy Flight Games. On Mondays, we tell character-driven stories through the lens of our small but colorful spot in the galaxy. Skuru holds aloft a data pad. Lizzie, come out now or I'll burn you out. Skuru's message burns loudly in the night sky. Imperial rule has come to Druckenwell. Can't believe I couldn't save them. I failed them. Well, if everyone thinks you're dead, might have suggested the Scots. No, man, it's a good plan. This is a work. And if, <laughs> and if you're Johnny on the spot of that frag grenade, if I get in trouble upstairs. Oh, you mean I have to go out and get them first? And he just sort of like pushes the tray over and then walks away. Is that, is that our distraction? As Veer walks past Cinder on the way to the kitchen, Cinder is going to toss him her remote. Oh, yeah, that's very like heist movie. One minute we're talking about bladders, the next minute the heist is on. The Empire is occupying our planet, but Veer and I and a few choice others have decided not to accept the Imperial rule around here. Tetsis drags himself up John Jonah. You should have taken the less physical path, and then he headbutts him. Now, revenge never helped anybody. I want my friends back. If we can get it back, Lizzie, that they haven't taken anything that we can't take back. Guys, we got we got a whole elevator coming up with angry Imperials, and I don't know if Tets is even alive. What are we about to do? Tets, are you okay? You can find us on your favorite podcatcher or uncover more at DiceyCantina.com. Slide up for a drink. We'll see you in there. Hey, flight fans. GM as always, Dwayne here. My pronouns are he and him. This episode of Flight Risk stars... Hi, I'm Kyle, and I play Skip Fortuna. My pronouns are he, him, as well as Skip's, and uh, Skip is the itinerant lounge singer and lesser half of the Fortuna Twins. I'm Nimoy. My preferred pronouns are they, them, and I play Dork, the Mandalorian bodyguard. I'm Joe Chasm. My pronouns are he, him, and I play Bale Bronda, a Mandalorian bounty hunter with a subclass of assassin. Hello, my name is Velvet Divine, Faye Fair, and I'll be playing Anarchy Fortuna, she, her, the Twilight Tinkerer. Let's buckle up. It's time for another Flight Risk episode. A long, long, long time ago. In a galaxy far, far away. the quartet of Bale, Dork, Skip, and Anarchy make their way to rendezvous with Kit Cloudkicker. Finally free from the caves of Ilum, they are now set on their task of stopping the shipment of kyber crystals and saving the slaves.
So we're going to jump from where we had Bog and Skoga just magically kind of disappear and Anarchy and Skip reappear on the speeder that Dork and Bale were piloting on their way back to meet up with Kit Cloud Kicker after they have just barely escaped from a Sith cave full of Force Ghosts and other shenanigans. They, for a unknown violent reason, shot down a Sith scout troop that didn't even know they were there, but they felt like shooting them down anyway, for funsies, I guess. <clears throat> and they are making their way back to the freighter that is piloted by one Kit Cloud Kicker. As your speeder is approaching, you guys hear on your communications, you hear uh, Kit's panicked voice over your guys' communicators like, You guys need to hurry up. I've been trying to reach my friends, but no one's answering their communicators. Well, did you leave a voicemail? I've tried to reach them on every channel we have, but nothing is working. Don't I think they're trying to ghost you. <laughs> Don't worry, Kit. We'll be there in three months. <laughs> Dora gets the thing on the speeder. Right, that, no, sorry. Wrong time estimates. Okay, uh, <laughs> under two minutes. <laughs> okay. Well, we won't be long. Um, we are directly under the midday sun mm, now. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> it's still yes. <laughs> All right. So as he, you see his freighter turn, locks on you guys and flies down in like rapid fashion, and you guys have that cool moment where he doesn't really land. He just opens up the back of his uh, loading area. You guys slide right on. And <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> You know, if I, there, there is the, the the revving of the engine as we speed up and the action. If, if I was a mean music. DM, I could probably make you roll a piling to see if you guys crash into the back of it. Oh my god! <laughs> but I'm not the pilot. I don't know who would be who would be driving. I thought was Bale driving. I believe. Uh, I think probably either. But yeah, yeah. Pip? Oh no! Wait, if we're, if it would I, either be me, it would either be me or Bale. I would. Well, say. yeah, because the other two people just like. Poor, just like oh, beamed yeah. in, <laughs> yeah. Are. Like, like we totally like skipped over like the reintroduction mm. there because I was just like, wait, wait, you guys are back, <laughs> but that's okay. That all happened in between the episodes, you guys. They teleported in. They told you of the crazy shenanigans. If you go over and listen to you know the skeleton crew, that's the whole story that Skip and Anarchy told yeah. you guys. Go and download those pods, and you'll find out their adventures. <laughs> But I'm not telling you myself. <laughs> you have to experience it. There will be no recaps here. Cross-reference. <laughs> episode 27. <laughs> this is a Marvel comic. Oh, Next. God. Exactly. We need those little boxes in the corner. See, see issue this. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Skip's referring to the crazy adventure that happened. <laughs> Excelsior. Yeah, then we gotta have crazy editor names, you know, you know, dashing Dwayne and all that kind of stuff. We gotta do that. All right, so Kit pilots his freighter towards uh, what you guys see as as a small kind of like out in the middle of nowhere, this loading area warehouse, kind of almost like a, I guess like I live by an airport, so I know what a, a, a hangar looks like. It's kind of like that, and it's this small, simple little building that is just. Unfortunately, you see fire and smoke kind of just on around it the, there's definitely been damage there's been shooting some explosions it has definitely been under attack and kit is just silently staring at this thing and just 
flying as quickly as he can, and he's like, uh, "Oh my god, this is my fault." Uh, I I don't think you did anything. Were you even here for this? Bo said this might not be a good idea. We should have just kept our heads down and did our jobs. I'm the one that convinced him to help those slaves. Well, we're about to find out what just happened. So just hang tight, buddy. We'll get there. Or are we there? Yeah, you guys can uh, will be yeah. disembarking. It is uh, there's a simple hangar star building that you see just damage. There's blast shots, explosions. This was a small skirmish of some kind had just was uh must have occurred maybe just not too long ago because say smoke is still going you still see fire in certain areas there's a, a rusted sign over the door that reads that reads um flyers for hire that's the the name of their little business yeah um yeah it's when you go inside you just smell what's like burnt hair and maybe like burnt flesh in a way kind of that that kind of nasty charred smell in the air oh, oh it I, smells I, like mother's cooking <laughs> oh i've smelled this before yeah. All right. Uh, uh, Bale will go around kind of rummaging through the wreckage and stuff like that and see yeah. if I there's any survivors or, like, any... Any survivors? Any people that uh, avoided getting shot or any people that want to shoot at us? Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, I, I, the, 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 the hangar is, uh, has an office. There's some small living quarters, a kitchen. It's mostly like a large warehouse. This is where they get their goods, ship it. So it's a large warehouse where they kind of just live and eat inside of it. Um, you guys can hear exactly how on fire is it? Um, it's not like a danger. There's like, there's like the smolderings left there of bigger explosions. I mean, I guess you could go put the fires out, but they're not a a major pressing concern. The building's not going to collapse on you. You're not going to worry about smoke inhalation or anything like that. So, this is more like the ends of fires, I guess, is what it would be. Okay. Um, all right, cool. Uh, so we go, I mean, like, is this uh, a roll then? Are we, like... Uh, no, what here? you guys find right away in the... You kind of just hear this kind of deep, synthesized voice kind of, like, just moaning. Like, kind of in pain and almost like a, a moan cry. Coming from, like, uh, back behind uh, some boxes. That sounds like a survivor. Let's go. Let's go find him. So uh, Bale, like, immediately runs to the sound of uh, what, you know, of that moaning and groaning. (laughs) A shot of Bale just taking off and Dork pausing for a moment and then sprinting after him, trying (laughs) desperately to to keep an angle on if anybody's coming up. (laughs) Jesus. Uh, I, I shout after them, watch out, it might be a zombie. They're a thing. Zombie? Where? <laughs> uh, yeah, Bale, uh, Bale and Dork, you guys uh, come around the corner of these crates, and you see on the ground um, something you guys actually kind of recognize. This is a, a, a Gagorin. These are the things you guys just saw in Mandalore that your clan... Um, had uh, kind of like those friendly skirmishes, wrestling matches. They're kind of like big, long-haired Wookiees, you know? They're usually like, uh, they have like, usually what the ones you guys saw on uh, Mandalore were kind of all white-haired and very large. This is actually a little, di- this is a, kind of like a brownish auburn-haired one. And uh, you just see him laying there and you notice right away that from his knee down on his right leg, it is gone. 
And oh, that looks bad. It's like already cauterized. Yeah, and you can see that he has somehow used some tools around here and just cauterized his own wound. And that was the smell of the burnt hair and flesh was his leg that yeah. he kind of did a quick little medic on himself. And he's just laying oh. there and just eyes closed, just kind of soft, deep sobbing as he's just laying there. Dork just sort of looks towards Anarchy, uh, waves an arm and says, I think this is your specialty. Uh, So, uh, Bale will uh, turn on his communicator. Uh, Pip and Perry are still on the ship, right? Yeah. They're on their own little adventure at this point. No, no, they're they're with Uh, you guys. Their adventure happened before this adventure. uh, So he he radios into uh, Perry, because Perry's more suited for for this sort of stuff. Mm. Uh, He goes, Perry! Perry, are you there? It depends what you mean by there. I'm here. Is that helpful? Listen, I need you to grab Pip. I'm going to send you some coordinates. I need you to bring the ship over to this location and then get ready to get somebody a stretcher. Um, but yeah, okay, but boss, we're having a terribly, terribly exciting time up here right now. Um, everything's going all over. There are a lot of ships up here, boss, and uh, they do not look the friendliest people. I mean, they might be, but I don't think they're friendly. I mean, um, we could certainly risk it, but uh, they're looking for something. Listen, I understand that this is a flight risk, but you need to get this ship. A life is in danger here. Okay, Perry? I am more than happy to try, but um, the, the question is, boss, do, do you want us to come no matter what? Because if they see us coming, do you want us to bring some new friends? Well, let me do some mental calculations real quick, and I'll get back to you on that. One moment. He puts him on hold. <laughs> it starts, and he kind of grabs his uh, his chin, you know, like like in uh, in a fashion like he's thinking, hmm, bring down Sith ships? And then we can get the massive battle out of the way. Oh, we let the Wookiee-looking thing die. Hmm. Well, I mean, the wound is... So there hmm. actually isn't a hold button, and it's just Skip <laughs> holding the microphone going... Patreon goal. Uh, ringtones, but it's just Skip's voice. <laughs> Well, I mean... Anarchy will stand behind Skip and do the baseline. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. All right, so... We start singing a sea shanty. <laughs> Jeez, that's our... Mm. There you go. The, the other patron goal. There you go. There we go. <laughs> We're going to hold music. them up. Our, so, our, patr- our patrons are the luckiest people on Earth who've got, like, 20 different patron goals. So, yeah, the uh, Gagorin kind of notices the, the four of you kind of standing over... And then Kit finally makes his way and goes, Oh, my force! King, are you okay? And just sitting up on a bolt, the Gagorn just looks past, like, the four of you and sees King goes, Kit, I thought they got you. They they got everybody. They just came and... Who who are these people? Hi, I'm Bale Branda. How are you? Not doing well, I assume, because you are missing pieces. Hey, uh, hold on a second. I need to get back to Perry. Perry, just bring the ship down. Well, whatever consequences comes our way, we'll take care of it. Thanks. Bye, buddy. Uh, but he, he looks over at the uh, Wookiee-looking dude and uh, you know, goes, 
I'm bringing a ship for you right now. Uh, we're gonna no, get you a stretcher. So you don't need no, 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 no. That that's not a good idea. They are all over the place, and we can still we can still get Bex and Bow. They're still alive, and if well, I'm I'm not dying here for for Sith. If I can save my friends, it's just a leg. I can get something, no something put on, or or something else. Okay. All right, Perry. Uh, Perry. I can't get that out of my head now. Perry, you still there, buddy? Oh, oh, sorry. Yes, boss. We're on our way. Yeah. Yeah. No. 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 Stop. Just stay where you're at. Don't. Don't make any sudden moves. Uh, I guess. Uh, yeah. Just stay where you're at. You'll be fine. Uh, yes, sir. We'll. Um, we'll be here when you need us. Okay. All right. Perry. Perry, over and over and out. Over and out. Cool. Uh, but, you know, I do want you to get the hollow vids ready so that I could, uh, you know, watch some hollow vids when I get back. Did you get that uh, latest, uh, that, that latest uh, hollow vid of uh, uh, Super Wario Space Brothers for me to watch? The downloads are slow. The uh, is really, really bad. The uh, space leeches and the space cedars. Oh, they're terrible. Damn it, Perry! Did you not upgrade the internet? Or the, oh wait, hold on. The hollow net? <laughs> Did you not upgrade it? I told you we're not doing sixty fifty-six k anymore. <laughs> it's the new age. It's one hundred twenty-eight k. Listen, listen, Bell. You got you got to be careful about this sort of thing. You know, I mean, remember when we tried to da- to download Game of Space Thrones and 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 the and the corporate collective sent their bounty hunters after us. Oh yeah, I remember Hoth that. Box office, man. Damn that splime wire. Got us into so much trouble. <laughs> the Gagorin kind of forces himself up onto his one leg and kind of leans against a crate. Hi, I'm... The kid calls me King, but the name's Lou. I appreciate you guys being here. I I know you must be the ones the kid called in, but I don't know how they knew. But the Sith figured out what we was trying to do with the slaves. They just came in here. They sent that Khan Danaj. He came in and they were just... I tried... I tried to pretend and, and tell them that I was Bao, and I thought I could give him time to get out of here. I thought maybe if I walked like him, talked like him, they they would believe me. But they knew right away that I wasn't him. They just started firing. I guess they thought I was dead when my leg went flying off. But we gotta, we gotta save them. It's a classic move. That's what lizards do. Uh, is his leg anywhere around? <laughs> is his leg anywhere around? I, I mean, if you, if you want to look for the leg, I'm going to say no. It's probably burnt up. It's, it is charred and burnt. And Can I try to stabilize him? Uh, yeah, if you want to do a, a medic check, something. You want to make sure he's not slowly poisoned and dying. Uh, what am I rolling against? Um, we should probably roll uh, Force and Destiny as well, huh? 
Yeah. <laughs> we oh, are yeah. professional. Yes. We are in fine form. Um, well, no, hey, it's only 20 minutes in. That's usually about the time we usually roll force in Destiny. I rolled a Destiny. Oh, there's we're, we're so many light sides. No whammies, no whammies, no whammies. Dang. All right. Oh, Kyle, you better not mess this up. We're, uh, I messed Kyle's it up. But we still got five light side points. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, this is going to be a four purple check. This is a kind of a leg being gone, kind of a kind of a disgusting wound that he kind of just burnt close so he wouldn't bleed out. Oh, we're, we're actually looking for the leg now, or <laughs> no, 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 I'm no, just no. trying to make, make sure he's not gonna like die. Um, yeah. okay, he doesn't really heal anything from it, but um, with four advantages, I'll say that you know that as ugly and as funky as this is, it's not gonna bleed out, he's not gonna die from this. And as long as you get some antibiotics in him soon, eventually he'll be all right, but he's stable and good enough for now. I mean, you probably yeah. don't want him going with you into battle and anything, but he's not gonna die in the next day or two. You guys, they were rounding everybody up. I guess they... I guess they're gonna move a bunch of these slaves to another location. These mines are... uh, I guess they're almost dried up with all these crystals. So they're gonna get ready to move everybody. I don't know if they're gonna make Bao and Bex be slaves or, or kill them to make an example or something. But they didn't kill them when they left, so they're gonna do something with them. So if you guys can kind of stop them, save them, or at least, at least make them pay for what they did, that would be amazing. Oh, I'm not a very good collector. We'll stop them. Even though I'm a bounty hunter by profession, but still, you know, I'll, I'll do what I can. Well, hopefully, uh, you know, things won't go too bad. Uh, what's the worst that can happen? You lose a leg? Oh, sorry. <laughs> we'll just go. You guys can. You guys can take my ship. It's a little small, but they should be expecting it. You guys can take my ship. It's a little small, but they should be expecting it to be coming in at some point. I'll take King, and we'll make our way to one of our secondary locations. If you guys survive, you can come find us. Doric uh, kneels down next to to, to this man uh, uh, and puts uh, an arm on his shoulder and and very solemnly he says through his helmet you do realize that there is a 30% chance that we will crash your ship, right? It's it's fine. It is what it is. If it's for the greater good, it's, it's just a ship. I can get a new one. Okay, just checking. And he <laughs> pats him on the back. It's a risk of 30%. You realize that? <laughs> but it's a risk that we'll have to take. <laughs> let's, let's strike two. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, the kit will try to get Lou loaded onto one of the uh, speeder, the speeder that you guys were using to get on. And yeah. they're going to kind of just get some supplies and going to go try to hide somewhere out while you guys. Yeah do what you got to do. So he's like, as Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No. Yeah. They get the supplies and he's like, you have to promise me that you will try to save my friends. Bex and Bo are still alive. So you have to get them out of there. I know that's asking a lot when you have to save all the slaves too, but isn't that why you're all heroes? 
Uh, so Bale walks up and puts his hand on uh, Kit's shoulder. He's like, don't worry, Kit. You just kick them clouds, buddy. We'll take care of it. All right. <laughs> so the two of them will get on that speeder with their little supplies. and We'll keep our communicators on. Hopefully, we'll hear from you soon. All righty. Have a good one. I'll see you later. We'll get you on a ship and we'll get off planet. And then uh, he, he leans in over to... Um, I forgot your character's name. Dork. Dork, yes. Hey, Dork. He goes, hey, Dork. Did you hear that? They just He just called us heroes. He just called us heroes. We're heroes. It's great. Don't let it get to your head, buddy. You it's him already the there. And he sp- get, hops on the speeders. Let's go. <laughs> All right. So you guys have uh, Kit's uh, small freighter. Uh, you know that... Uh, where the slaves were. That was your guys' uh, one of the two locations that you guys started with. You guys went explored that one cave. That's the other cave formation that you guys have direction towards. That's where the slaves would be, and that's where most things we packed up. If, like Kid said, they're gonna move the slaves out of here. They're probably packing up all the infrastructure, everything that runs a mining operation, and they're gonna be taking their slaves to the next place they can find kyber crystals. So, what is uh, what is the plan? Uh. So, seems seems like if our primary objective is getting the crystals and our secondary objective is, is getting these people, uh, we go in on the small ship, and if things are going well, we send in the big ship to pick people up. Yeah. Yeah. But then, then again, this is a... Uh this isn't a, a mining operation, right? So, if you got a mining operation... There's a possibility that you have some sort of communication with the other side. So I'm wondering, <clears throat> maybe if we did this a little quietly, we could call in, you know, the cavalry. Maybe get some uh, information out to the Jedi, hopefully, that uh, they bring some people down here to uh, clean things up. That way, I, if I throw a grenade, I may have to take out one person or two per- two people and not like, oh, I don't know, 2,000? Maybe 3,000? Because one thermal detonator isn't going to take out 3,000 people. Well, unless you have a lot of explosives around, so. Um. It is if you believe. But also if you call a Jedi, then they're going to want the crystals, which means we can't have the crystals. Who says we had to tell them about the crystals that we got in the stash? Mm. Well, I mean, uh... I think the primary objective would be to get whatever crystals they can find. So, I mean, it's it's kind of like it, it, the fighting for resources, right? They need to make their little, I don't know, the swordy things with those crystals and it goes all over the place. Um, so, if we pit them against each other and we make out with what we came for, well, it's a win-win situation. Jedi finish off the Sith on the planet. We get the Ky- we get whatever Kyber crystals we could snatch. We save everybody, right? We wear the heroes, and we walk away with a whole stash of these crystals. Seems like a pretty good plan to me. Uh, does does this seem like it would work? That it, like based on how well defended we know the system to be, does it seem like if we got that message out, it would stand a good chance that they would actually come? Um, you are working with someone who's working outside the purview of the main council. Yeah. Damien Gray is outside. He's, you guys are kind of like 
the <laughs> off the books team he's using. So you can't really just call the Jedi Council and say, hey, this is on. I mean, you could try to let them know this is going on. And I don't know how seriously they take it. You can let Damien Gray know and he might have his resources, but he doesn't have the weight of the full Jedi Council behind him. No. Somehow I feel like we're not going to get paid if we write him out to the council. Oh, it's one of those jobs. I don't jobs. think that, that monastic councils tend to pay very well. Yeah, all right. Well, I mean, we still make off with the crystals. That pays, right? I mean, don't necessarily need to know how many we walk off with. They just need to know that there's some here waiting for them when they decide to come pick them up. So what is uh, what is your course of action? What are we gonna, you guys going to try to call somebody you guys are going to try to head that direction uh do, i don't think we have any i don't know we have enough time i don't know we have enough time for the cavalry to get here man that's there's, a, there's an active slave insurrection uh, re- reclamation operation something else ends with Haitian. i, I think <laughs> we wait for the cavalry to get here there's not gonna be anybody left fair enough all right well we'll play it by ear then like we always do i've got mike th- i've got some thermal detonators, so let's let's do this. <laughs> One day you're gonna find a problem that you can't solve with a thermal detonator. There's never a problem you can't solve with a thermal and detonator. And he'll marry her. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if my clapping is picking up on the mic. Oh, end of episode. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Flight Risk Podcast. If you liked what you heard, please head over to the podcast service of your choice and leave us a review. Every review helps more people find the show. If you want to help the show out, please spread the word on social media. You can find us on Twitter at Flight Risk Pod and on Facebook. If you want to help us in a monetary fashion, you can head over to Patreon and help support the show. All right. Uh, Skip pilots the uh, small freighter that he has. Oh, shit, it's me! <laughs> Skip, sorry. Kit. Skip is looking at through the windshield. Skip! Oh, this is what happens when we don't play for two months. It's all all the silliness. It's all bottled up. It's like yeah. Mentos and Diet Coke right now. It's just a side effect uh, of the weird interdimensional stuff that was going on. Exactly. Just, yeah. Exactly. There's two there's, there's too many for too much force energy in the air. <laughs> so it's the face-off episode. We tried getting Nick Cage, but couldn't. Exactly. Listen, I understand that this is a flight risk. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the end but of the show. You folks. need to get this ship. A life is in danger here. Okay, Perry. We went two years. Two years we didn't say that. And just go ahead and ruin 2021 just like that. I can't believe it took us two years. Yeah, seriously. (laughs) No, we have to say it every episode. This is a flight risk. (laughs) This might be our riskiest flight ever. (laughs) Wasted that for our final season in 2072. This is going in the bloopers. (laughs) Too bad. So, uh, yeah, Perry, 